As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Last year in Kansas City, we had 150 homicides. About 40% of the homicide cases in Kansas City in both 2018 and 2019 remain unsolved. Many are considered cold. A heartbreaking reality for dozens of Metro families. I can't even put it into words. I just wanted to die. I did, I just wanted to die. Each victim has a unique story in life and death, with friends, family, detectives, and prosecutors all fighting for answers. This case is, is cold at this point, however, always hope. Just one tip could help solve the case. This is Fox 4 Problem Solvers Crime Files, the podcast. I'm Kara Small. Spring can be a beautiful time in Kansas City. People strolling along and window shopping on the plaza. The city's hundreds of fountains spring to life. People fill the city's many parks. Outdoor seating at restaurants around town is overflowing. It's almost as if the city awakens from its winter slumber. But in March of 2002, with spring just around the corner, that slumber turned into a nightmare for a Metro family. It's one they are still living in nearly two decades later. You know, he was the kindest, brightest. He loved animals. And he, he would just give you whatever you asked for. He, you know, he always would help me take care of my husband was in a wheelchair. so. He would always help me, you know, sometimes when the other kids were out, wanted to go outside and play, he would stay and help me. Two men gunned down Denise Dixon's 15-year-old son, Lester Halliburton. 20 years later, Dixon's family doesn't have any answers about his death, only memories of the teenager. Dogs, he loved dogs. Down, He called every dog a uh, Bull Massive. Every dog was, whether it was or not, he'd name it that because that was his favorite kind of dog. But he, he did, he loved animals. And that's the thing that warms my heart the most when I'm really sad. And I, I think about how much he loved animals. And it was so funny how he would name every dog a Bull Massive. So that makes me happy. Those happy memories stop in 2002. In 2020, Lester would have been 33 years old, an adult with his own life. He could have had a family and children, a house full of the animals that he loved, a career. They are all things Lester's mom, Denise, expected for her son, all the things he never got to experience. He wanted to be a, like an like a, a earth scientist. He loved studying the dirt. He loved studying rocks. He's supposed to be here. He was only 15 years old. And, and when I see how, how well my other kids are doing, and it just remind he's supposed to still be here. He, he's not supposed to be gone. The reality for Denise and Lester's large extended family, including 21 nieces and nephews, is that he is gone. This murder 
changed the lives of so many people. It devastated the lives of his seven brothers and sisters and his mom and dad. You know, it just, I can't even put it into words. There's no waking from the nightmare that someone made the decision to take his life and steal Lester from the lives of his family and friends. Police weigh in on the crime scene and the struggle to find a killer after this. Crime Files fans, I'm Fox 4's Megan Dillard. Thanks for listening to Fox 4 Crime Files, the podcast. Just so you know, we're moving toward a more consistent schedule. Join me and Fox 4's Kara Small as we release new episodes on the first Friday of every month. To listen to current episodes of Fox 4 Crime Files, search for them on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as fox4kc.com. What in the world is going on with the weather? From extreme heat and tornadoes to record rains and heavy snow, the weather outside can change in an instant. I'm Fox 4 meteorologist Joe Loria. I'll explain what's happening outside in Joe's Weather World, the podcast. Find it at the same place you'll listen to Fox 4 Crime Files. The night 15-year-old Lester Halliburton died, Kansas City police say they were called to an apartment building near 44th and Tracy. That call came shortly before midnight. 44th and Tracy is a short six-minute drive east of the high-end shopping and restaurants on Kansas City's Country Club Plaza, but it's an entirely different world. That March night, police say someone approached Lester and a friend outside the apartment building. At some point, the interaction turned violent and escalated. Here's Detective Kevin Bame with Kansas City Crime Stoppers. Apparently, the motive for this was a robbery. They, they were uh, trying to, to get into the apartment complex when they were confronted by two individuals who uh, attempted to rob them. Uh, however, robbery went bad. Uh, both individuals were shot. Our victim, who was a juvenile at the time, uh, died at the scene. The second victim was transferred to hospital by a private uh, driver, uh, but unfortunately couldn't provide much more information. Lester's mom, Denise, was at home just down the block from the apartment building where her son lay dying in the hallway. Denise says she didn't know anything happened until Kansas City police arrived to deliver the awful news. The detectives knocked on the door and I was, I was sleeping. And my older kids yelled up the stairs and, and, and to, tell, to tell me to come down and to, that the detectives wanted to talk to me. And that's when they informed us that my son was in the person that was in the hallway dead. I got up and I ran down the block and I noticed, and I called my other kids and then I let them know what, what had happened. And then I just collapsed right there in the middle of the street. And the neighbors came out to help me you know, to get me up out of the street. It was like a, it was like a nightmare. I didn't even believe it was real. It, I didn't even believe it. I just was like, Lester, dead? And so, but you know, the other kids started arriving and stuff and they wouldn't let nobody in the, you know, in the hallway right there to see. But they did let my older daughter in to positively identify him. And when I heard her screaming, we knew for sure 
and I just wanted to die. I did, I just wanted to die. Investigators rushed to a hospital to talk to the friend with Lester at the time of the shooting. They had to go to the hospital because instead of waiting for emergency responders, someone pulled the injured victim into a car and rushed him to the hospital. He survived, but police say he wasn't able to provide any other information about the person who shot him. But Denise points out they left her injured son behind in the hallway. He died in this hallway. They tried to rob him, and they shot him in the head. Yes, he was shot four times. This community is small, and they left my son to die in this hallway like a dog. They left a 15-year-old kid to die in this hallway. Denise says it's something that still puzzles her even two decades after his death. And the pieces never fit for me. The pieces never fit. The story, it just didn't, it never added up for me. And with this community being as small as, as it is, and all of these kids growing up around here together, somebody knows something. Denise, so affected by the loss, she left the neighborhood and rarely returns. You know what, I purposely never drive here. I never, I never come over here because it's too painful. It's too painful. It was like maybe right after his funeral, we moved. Right after his funeral, I just, I had to just, I felt like I just had to just get away to get my other kids and just get away from here. It just changed all of my kids, who they are, something inside of them, it just changed them. While the family worked to distance themselves from the home where Lester died, Denise also realizes that any tip to solve her son's murder will need to come from that same community. I always, like I said, I always felt that the answer lies right here. And I'm hoping that time has been the ultimate healer as far as op op allowing the opportunity for people to speak up and say, yes, I know something. You know, I know something. I know what happened. You know, I might have some information that might be helpful to this case. The members of Lester's family say they know it's a long shot. They'll never forget him or the night he died. And I, I think about it every day, every day. Think about this handsome kid, kind-hearted. Boy, I miss him so much. It was just a loss to the world, to the whole world, to me, that's the way it felt. The whole world, not only did I lose my son, the whole world lost something. She's pleading for anyone who knows anything about her son's murder to call the tips hotline with that information. That number is 816-474-TIPS. You can also email your tip to kccrimestoppers.com or send your tip through the Crime Stoppers app. You can download it at p3tips.com. That tip could be worth a $25,000 reward. To listen to other episodes of Fox 4 Crime Files, search for them on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as fox4kc.com. For Fox 4 Crime Files, I'm Kara Small.